Hello, everyone. Welcome to our IC podcast, our second episode um, since the pandemic. I'm very glad to welcome Bianca Vincenzo. Bianca is a Brazilian girl from Sao Paulo who's married to an Irish guy. Bianca lives in Cork um, together with her husband. And aside from, from her job at Amazon, I think you work as a fraud specialist. Is that right? Yes. Apart from, from her job at Amazon, she's volunteering as a tourist ambassador here in Cove. And yeah, it's my pleasure to welcome you here. Thank you. Bianca, I would like to know, actually, how your cork journey started. Okay, so actually my story with Ireland has been going on for a while now. I decided to come first in Ireland uh, in 2012, mm -hmm. just to study English and improve my English. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't know much about Ireland uh, before coming here trying to see where I could come and, you know, study English. So I decided to come to Europe mm -hmm. and then England, Ireland. And then I was like, no, Ireland looks cooler. So I think I'm going to mm -hmm. go there. It was actually like this. So I booked my flights, came yeah. Dublin first. Um, yeah. I stayed two months there studying English only. Yeah. And uh, I had four months in Florence, Italy, to also learn Italian. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, because my name, you know, Bianca Vincenzo, yes, so I have this Italian heritage. My grandparents are immigrants. They live in Sao Paulo now, but they are from Italy. But yeah. I never really got to, to learn the language, you know, mm. at home. So, and then I came to Ireland and I fell in love. And mm -hmm. after that, I, you know, after my period of internship, I just went back home. Mm -hmm. uh, but Ireland didn't get out of my head, you know, so I was trying to come back. So that yeah. was my plan. So I was in Sao Paulo again, and I started working again, saving money again, and then yeah. I decided to come back. Yeah. Uh, so that was already the plan. Yeah. But in the middle, I met now my Irish husband, but he was also living in Sao Paulo, and I, I met him in an Irish pub over there. Yeah. And uh, so I told him, look, I don't know you, but I, I'm, I'm going back to Ireland, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was like, wow, okay. So yeah. in the end, after one year and a bit, we decided to come back to Ireland. And he's from Cork, so yeah. that's why I came to Cork, really. In the evening at Echo, it's, they described it this way, that you actually felt homesick of Ireland. You went into a pub, and this is where you actually met your husband. Exactly, yeah. So how did this actually happen? Well, the date, you mean, how I met him? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean it's... The story that you actually married um, this guy at the end is, um, is kind of remarkable because, okay, you met some Irish guys in an Irish pub, which is not so unusual, but that you even married this man at the end, um, I, I find this story quite, quite funny, to be honest. Oh, yes. And actually, you know, Sao Paulo is huge, uh, 19 million people living there. And of course, we have foreigner people living there but I don't I don't remember when I was living there to meet so many uh, foreign people like I do in Cork you know yeah. so and that day my friend just asked me to to go with her to this pub because she also lived in Ireland so we mm -hmm. both used Ireland right mm -hmm. so okay where are we gonna go this week oh, let's go to an Irish pub which I can tell you is not the Irish pub we know here okay yeah. <laughs> 
we did a Brazilian strike to do an Irish pub anyway. Yeah. And that day, actually, I was not really keen to go out. I was a bit mm -hmm. like, uh, I don't know. Ah, come on, Bia, let's go. Okay, okay, fine. So I went. Mm -hmm. And there was this group of Irish people there because they were uh, actually, they watched a match or some rugby mm -hmm. or something was going on there because the pub was full of them. And uh, his friend came over to me and just asked me, uh, can I leave my stuff in your, in your table? I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Okay. And then he started talking to me and then I was like, oh, you're not from here. And he's like, no, no, I'm Irish. I was like, oh, great. I love your country. You know, I've been there, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, oh, wait a second. I'm going to ask my friends to join us, if you don't mind. Okay. So then all this group of Irish men came along. And, uh, and that's how I met my husband today. So that night we talked a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he left. He had other plans. Uh, he had been at the pub for, for hours. So he left and gave me his contact, etc. So after that, he, he texted me and then we started dating. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that was, you know, going on for a while. Then we decided to come back to Ireland. Mm -hmm. uh, and then after four years, they propo he proposed. Okay. And we got married actually last year in Sao Paulo, in last September. Okay, but actually at that time you were living in Brazil or you already moved to Ireland? Oh, yes. I moved back 2015. So we spent a, a year in Sao Paulo and then the remaining years and we are here now since 2015. Okay. And why did you actually miss Ireland so much? Because I think that Brazil, I think I have been to Brazil before and Brazil is amazing. You know, the, the weather is so much, so much, so much nicer and Brazil is, is huge. It's a huge continent. Cork is a very, very small city, but even well, Dublin is bigger than Cork, but still compared to the rest of Brazil, it's, it's, um, it's small and, it's, and the weather can be very nasty, especially when you're from Brazil. But how come that you fell so much in love with, with Ireland, despite of all the downside? Yeah, I get this question a lot because people think, you know, I... I Actually, I'm a fake Brazilian. I joke. I, I don't really enjoy very hot temperatures. So actually, the Irish weather is almost perfect. Of course, I don't like when it's raining all the time, cold all the time. But, you know, I love sunny, cold days. Okay, so the weather doesn't really bother me. And mm -hmm. um, I fell in love, I think, with the history, the culture, mm -hmm. uh, you know, about the you know, the coziness, the pubs, the candles, the Irish music. I don't know. I think the Irish, in a sense, they are kind of similar to the Brazilians. Mm -hmm. You know, they are, they are not cold. Yeah, they very cold. friendly people. And they can talk to you in the pub. You talk to a stranger, you know, no problem. And mm -hmm. I, it's, I always had that in me. You know, even in Sao Paulo, I always enjoyed winter, tea, and fire, you know, sitting by the fire. I don't know. I, I, I just think, well, mm -hmm. it was always there. I just didn't experience before. So when I came here, I actually felt really comfortable. Mm -hmm. So and and I, you liked it better than Italy? It's fun, isn't it? Because I was expecting anyway uh, to absolutely love Italy. And I did, right? Yeah. Uh, lovely food, beautiful mm -hmm. cities. 
Of course, I would live there, no problem. But mm-hmm. yeah, funny thing, I left both countries and I was actually crying at home about yeah, Ireland. That's really remarkable. Um, and did you, when you grew up in Brazil, I guess that was in the 90s of Brazil, have you ever had the wish to leave your country? I'm asking this because I'm an expat myself and I can tell that I always had, I've always had the desire to, um, to, to explore the world. And, you know, uh, therefore I'm asking you, how was it for you when you, were, when you were a child and when you were growing up in Brazil? The same, the same as you. I always wanted to, to see other countries. I always want to live abroad. I always want to meet a foreigner person. And yeah. I think, you know, I think it's easier for people like us maybe, you know, because when you open to that, things kind of, you know, work themselves out. Mm-hmm. When you, that's what I think. When I came to Ireland first and even the second time, mm-hmm. I always came with an open mind, open heart, yeah. Yeah. you know, embracing the culture and trying to understand. Even in Italy, like um, my family is from the South and mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, different. Like I was in Florence, which is Tuscany. And I've traveled around as well to the north of Italy. And people are different, you know. The, even the Italians, you, you may say, ah, they are all, I don't know, chatty and this and that. And it's, it's not like that, you know. Not even the Brazilians are all the same. Not all yeah. the Irish are the same. Mm-hmm. So I had to get used to that as well, even in Italy. But the thing is, uh, when you discovered Ireland for the first time in 2012, it was a different setting. So that applies to, to me as well. You know, when I go traveling and when I see, when I'm exploring a country as a tourist, I see it with different eyes. And um, especially for a young person, discovering a new place is um, something very special, something, something very mind-blowing. So I can imagine that coming back for the second time is different because then it means you really have to to live there and you have to work hard to pay your bills because um, when you came for the first time i guess you came basically for learning english so it's you know you have a like something like a college experience or university experience and now living in ireland working regular hours is different or don't you think It is. It is different. And many things are different. I mean, you know, getting a house, the process is different than Brazilian process. Uh, and you really, you know, you really have to like the country because mm. otherwise you, I think you won't be able to stay. I mean, you know, like not, life gets to a routine yeah. no matter what, you know what I mean? When you come for an internship, you know, or like me, just a few months, you have a budget, you're just studying. It's like, yeah. like you said, you're back in high school, you know, you don't have many worries, let's say. Yeah. Uh, but then you come, you know, to, to settle yeah. and, you know, life gets routine again. So working every day, weekends, and then bills to pay, you know, if you don't really, really want to stay, it's very hard. And was it hard for you to find a job here in Cork or in, in Ireland in general? I don't think so. I think actually I was lucky. So I came to Ireland and then I stayed three months without yeah. no job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first month I decided to just enjoy and get to know Cork and, you know, and settle because I came in a different 
uh, way. So I came to moving with my husband. You know, it was a different story. So mm -hmm. I took a month off, let's say, uh, and then I started sending CVs. Mm -hmm. And then I went to this uh, job fair. I think it was in the Metropole Hotel. Yeah. And um, that's why I, I, I sent my CV to Amazon and I'm still with them since then. Yeah. Since 2016, right? No, since 2015, April 2015. Okay, oh, even, even longer than this. Did you have an Italian passport before you came to Ireland? First time, no. Second mm -hmm. time, yes. Okay. So now I do. I'm asking this because this is a very important question to ask because many people take this for granted. People who come from, from Europe, from Spain, Germany, Italy, they don't have the struggle as usually Brazilians have or people who are not from, from Europe to, to get a visa or um, you know, to work here permanently. Usually Brazilians only get a visa which is valid for one and a half years. You need to go to an English college for two months. And after these two months, you are entitled to work part-time. And so, but this did not apply to you since no. you have an Italian passport. Okay. Yeah, definitely made it easier. I'm not saying it's not. Definitely. Yeah. Because, you know, I was not married at the time. Yeah. You know, but with the, the Italian passport, I could enter the country. I could stay. I could find a job. Uh, I don't know, but I heard stories, you know, not, it's not easy sometimes to get a work permit. Yeah, yeah. So it can get very complicated. And how is it for you, like being Brazilian in, in Cork? Because you are one of many Brazilians, I guess. Meanwhile, Brazilians are one of the biggest minorities in Ireland, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I think it's increasing. I remember when I first arrived in Dublin uh, back in 2012, I, I was listening to Portuguese every day on the yeah. street. I found that crazy. Yeah. And now that I'm here, I think, you know, uh, some of people are choosing Cork instead of Dublin because of yeah. that, or yeah. even because it's maybe a bit cheaper. And uh, I think the Brazilian community is growing, growing, growing. And uh, now we even have Brazilian restaurants, Brazilian shop in Cork, what mm -hmm. we have loads in Dublin. Yeah. So it's and, nice to see that uh, progress. I hope it keeps going that way. Yeah. So do you, you hang out with, um, with Brazilian people as well? Yes, but not that much, would you believe? Yeah. Not, not, yeah. Nothing against the Brazilians. But, yeah. you know, at work, I met one Brazilian person. Everybody yeah. else is a foreigner. Um, Here in Cove, I found out uh, a group of Brazilians, you know? Yeah. So, yes, I have mixed friends, mixed nationality. I, I actually like that. Me too. You know, some people are like this, you know, they don't want to meet any people from their own tribe. And some people only want to meet people from their own, own tribe. I find it okay to, to do both, you know? And, Me too. Me yeah. too. Would it be more difficult for you having... A job like you have now um, at Amazon in Brazil, would it be hard to, to get the same all at the end of the month, salary-wise? Uh, no, I think the, the quality of life here is, is much better. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's, it's getting very expensive now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, many things, like I when I lived in Brazil, I was doing okay. I was not earning much. And yeah. uh, I was spending an hour and a half each way in a traffic jam. Yeah. So for me to be in a smaller city and, you know, 
I think even when I go to the supermarkets here, some of the products, you know, that in Brazil is like triple, triple uh, yeah. the amount to buy a French cheese or, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think uh, lifestyle and money-wise is much better here. So this is something that you don't miss. No. I also read that you have an Instagram account for recipes. Oh, yeah. That's a project that started, you know, first lockdown. I always post stuff in my personal uh, Instagram or even on WhatsApp to my friends. And they're like, oh, my God, you know, for me, it's, it's like normal. I mean, sometimes I just I cook for myself every day or every every week and no problem. And my friends find it funny, like, oh, my God, you're eating this on a Tuesday night. I was like, yeah, why not? You know, uh, so I spend time thinking and buying the stuff to, to cook nice stuff, regardless if it's Tuesday, Monday, Friday, you know. Yeah. Is this and, something that you would like to do more professionally? Yeah. I never thought about that, actually. So I never saw myself working as a cook or a chef or anything yeah. like that. I don't have any experience about these things. So mm -hmm. my friends were like, why don't you create an account only for that, you know, instead of just sharing, you know? I was like, okay. So maybe once we... I have a few ideas, but let's see how... Because now the world, the way it is, I don't think food and restaurants are a safe place to start, but let's True. see how it goes. True, it's not the right time to, <laughs> to start a business in the gastronomy, that's for sure. No. No. But I also read that you are actually you you told us that you are running also an Airbnb. Is that right? Yes, in my house. In your house, okay. Yeah. And how's that going? How's your peer experience with Airbnb as a host? I loved it. Uh, of course, now I'm not doing as much because yeah. all the restrictions and traveling and being affected. But I started basically straight away after I moved in. Uh, I think I invested more in the Airbnb than mm -hmm. my own <laughs> my yeah. own area of the house, you know, because yeah. I want to start right, right away. Mm -hmm. uh, I have met amazing people, nice yeah. people. I don't think I have bad experience. You know, I had a few funny incidents with few people, but nothing bad, nothing weird, you know. Yeah. And uh, I do enjoy it. I think it's great. I love exchanging and You know, I had lots of Americans, lots of Australians, and mm -hmm. then a few other nationalities. And, and they love Ireland. So it's very nice. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting side business to have an Airbnb. So is this actually your own place or is it like sub-rented? So it's my own place, but yeah. they, they have a, a different entrance. So mm -hmm. they are, you know, kind of separate in a way of my house. Yeah. So it's ground floor. And uh, so they have their key. They have their own door. They don't have to enter using my door. It, sometimes I don't even meet these people. Mm -hmm. Okay. They come and go as they please. So you just leave the key outside so they yeah. can enter the house? Okay. Some This of is... them really want to meet. You know, you have to respect. So some guests really want to just say hi or these are instructions, Wi-Fi, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Others want to chat. I, yeah. I had uh, people here that even hang out with me, ask me to go with them to a pub. You know, mm -hmm. some of them have my personal number, personal email. We still yeah. keep in touch. It's very, it's very fun. Yeah, I, I've also made a lot of good experiences um, with Airbnb, but only from the from the 
sites as a guest, but I can tell, you know, I, you, you meet very interesting people and you, you learn um, things from the countries which you would not, um, usually not learn or you see different, different sides of it because you are you're not staying in a hotel. Um, you usually stay in, in the place of a local and um, I, I really like the idea and um, I think it's also, as you can see, good site business. And um, yeah, if I if I had the opportunity, I probably would um, would do it myself as well. Let's see how it goes. And other than this, there are many things you do actually. So you also volunteer in Cove for as a tourist ambassador. Yes. How is it like? Well, again, <laughs> because all the restrictions, that's not happening. Yeah. But. Yeah, but uh, Say pre-COVID, pre-COVID. How was it like pre-COVID? Pre Again, I just enjoying, you know, helping and providing to the community. So I was welcoming the cruise passengers. So yeah. in Cove, last year, if I'm not wrong, we had like 103 ships coming to Cove. Yeah. So during summer, it's very cool. The city is, you know, buzzing and busy and I can hear people, like I'm working from home, but I can hear people up and down, different yeah. languages. And uh, so my job really was just, you know, to be there in the in the port, in the, in the pier, yeah. map, cove, and just saying, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to see the Titanic experience? Do you want to go for food? Or, oh, yeah. So I just give tips and provide maps and just say welcome and hello, basically, that's it. Well, I admire this because I find my job tiring enough and so i admire actually everyone who's doing something aside of their day-to-day -day job apparently you have found something which gives you pleasure and um, it's also something something nice you know like or something that that gives pleasure of you know helping out or presenting cove from its best side also maybe to tell your own story to um, tourists this is what i can yeah it's nice because they're like probably by my accent ah you're not from here no ah do you live here yes and sometimes they pass by my house and say, yeah that's my house what yeah mm -hmm. and they start asking lots of questions you know or yeah. some people ask uh even more questions like about i don't know politics religion or mm -hmm. i don't know prices in ireland yeah like like anybody else that is curious would ask about is it actually your plan to to run an own business or are you happy with, with your job at Amazon? I am happy, yes. Oh. I like to do other things, like you said, like extracular things. So uh, now I, everything is online, but I, I really enjoy going out and about, you know, like I was doing with the volunteers. I love receiving people at home mm -hmm. and hopefully that's going to go back to us soon. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, I think when you, if you find something that, you know, the, the volunteer work in Cove is like easy in a way. It's just a few hours per week and there is a rota. It's not me every week, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's nice. Mm -hmm. And do you believe that you will stay in Ireland for good or is there any plan for you and your husband to go back to Brazil? Well, so far... I think we are staying in Ireland, but like mm. he loves Brazil. I, I joke, yeah. I think he's more Brazilian than I am. Yeah. You know, he loves going there. He loves the weather, loves the food, loves the music. So, yeah. so far, Ireland is the plan. I don't know if for good, six years now. So at mm. least another few years for sure. Are you 
a little bit concerned of Brazil nowadays due to the political situation, if I may ask? Bolsonaro is a very controversial president, I must say. So some people like him, some people hate him. Yeah. I mean, some stuff that he does and some stuff he says, I'm not fully, you know, I don't agree fully. But some some other stuff, I think he he can be good for us. You know, it's, it's hard to talk about politics. Yeah, uh, no. My concern now is the whole COVID thing. We have more people, more cases, yeah. probably more deaths. So I, I feel a bit, you know, anxious because I'm between two countries and we have, like, I'm watching two different news, you know. So Ireland, we are going out of lockdown. Brazil is yeah. increasing the cases. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure when I'm going to be able to go back. I see. Mm-hmm. Especially when the cases are ramping up and um, Brazil is harder probably to control than Ireland. You know, you cannot compare these two two countries by any means. I just hope that that this COVID nightmare will be over soon and that we can all go back to normality and that we, you know, can just can just have our lives as we um, had before. So like, I would love to go um, to Brazil at some time um, because I, you know, I told you this before on the podcast that, um, that I love Brazil as well, that I've been there. It's not really in our hands. We can just hope that, that we get back to normal sometime. And the same applies to ICC. We used to be an organization that hosted events in pubs and in the city. You know, we did some city walk- walking too. Have you ever attended to, to an ICC event yourself? Yes. Um, yeah. Yes, they were hosted in the pubs. And yes, yeah. I'm a lovely people. Yeah. Ah, really? To, to which events? Oh, it's been a while I don't go, to be honest with you. Because since I moved yeah. to Cove, I don't go to, to Cork very often because I don't drive. So I depend yeah. on the bus, on the times and etc. But mm-hmm. when I was in Cork, and yeah. again, I didn't know anyone, right? So it was a very nice thing to do, yeah. to go to those meetups in the, in the pubs um, mm-hmm. with ICC. Very yeah. nice. I hope yeah. everything goes yeah. back at some point. Yeah, well, uh, in the meantime, we will do some online events, hopefully, anytime soon. You have moved from Cork to Cove. So you like you like Cove better than, than Cork? No, not no, not necessarily. And uh, the choice was, like, he's from Cork himself. So we lived in Cork, and then we want to get a house. And yeah. just, you know, the price in the city and mm. the size of the houses or the condition of the houses are not great. So yeah. what, it's not good value. You know, mm, I see, yeah. so yeah, so we 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 were searching for near Cork and yeah. on the house actually. So I know he likes to live by the sea, and mm-hmm. uh, this house had this area where I thought, okay, that could be an Airbnb, and you know, so everything pointed us to this direction, mm-hmm. and also it's not that far from Cork, so. yeah. Even with the Cove Connect or the train, is no, it's just 25 minutes. It's not a big deal. And now I work from home. Regardless yeah. of it, I was working from home anyway. So for me, it works just fine. Mm-hmm. I understand. Well, I actually also considered um, to move to Cove because the rents are not as high as in Cork. And secondly, it's also very beautiful to be close to the sea, especially when you have the opportunity to work from home, what I'm doing now, 
then um, I probably um, would suggest someone who's new to Cork to move to Cove or to um, to Yarn. Yeah, oh, yes, it's not, you're always nice as well. Yeah, Middleton looks nice as well. I, I know a few people that live there. I was just thinking, you know, what would be easiest way when we don't have a car? So he has the car. I, I don't have the car during the day. So, yeah. you know, if I want to go to Cork, I just hop on a bus, you know, 25 minutes, come back, meet my friends. No problem. Cove is very small. Even from Sao Paulo, I don't find that strange, but it's really small. So it's very, you know, slow pace. But yeah. you have the history of the Titanic. You have the, the Spike Island. You have um, the cathedral. I think it's just beautiful, like you said, and the sea near you. So it's it's a lot going on for for Cove. Yeah, and it's not, and it's not not that far from Cork either. Not a bad place to live. You don't live in a completely remote area. It's you know it's just twenty minutes away from Cork, ten or fifteen minutes away from Cork. You know, there's not not much traffic. So I think I believe Cork and um, Cove is a very good place um, to be. And even in Cove, I live just in town. So yeah. I'm very near the cathedral. I'm very near the, the sea. You know, it's mm-hmm. like two minutes from my house is the, is the boat to go to Spike Island. And yeah. there are some events. There were some events, of course, going on in Cove as well. And like mm-hmm. horror movies in Spike Island at night. You know, so you get to do things here as well. Last points. What's your opinion, actually about working from home. You actually worked at the at the airport where Amazon is based. Would you like to go back to the office at some some um, point or do you want to work from home forever? Look, I work from home since 2018. So yeah. I was working in the office and yeah. then they opened uh, these spaces, let's say, uh, for people who'd like to work from home. And I voluntarily said yes i would okay Uh, so before in the office we had few days to work from home during the year and i used them i used them and i enjoyed them so Mm -hmm. and i was like okay i'm i'm very you know sociable but let's see how it goes i personally like to work from home even though i miss the you know the the contact with people and the the crack you have in the office but i personally like to work from home but yeah. i think for some people and i know it's hard now they are forced to work from home mm-hmm. and they don't like it or they don't have a you know a specific space to yeah. work properly like a desk a chair and they share the house with other people so they working i don't know you know so mm-hmm. i have my desk i have my chair my computers so for me, it's very much the same, but some people yeah. just can't separate. And I think this is hard. Yeah. So I, I am somebody who can separate my work and my personal life well, mm-hmm. and I'm organized like that. But yeah. I think some people get overwhelmed. I mean, you had at least a smooth transition. You yeah. had been given the opportunity to work from home. The vast majority had to work from home from one day to another and so that has been a very hard process for for everyone who had to work out of the sudden from home you know i i can tell for me um i never wanted to work from home but now since i'm forced to work from home i can tell that i don't want to go back no i don't i don't want to go back to the office maybe 
once or twice a month would be okay for me. But now um, I'm very used to this and I don't want to go back to, to this kind of, um, to, I, you know, I want to stick to the new normal in that sense. And I don't want to go back to the office and I, uh, I'm saving so much time, you know, I, I'm saving like one or two hours a day just, just for not having the way to work. I think the easiest maybe in the next months would be, you know, to have like a hybrid. So yeah. who can be at home and in the office, you know, yeah. so, so you can try to please everybody, you know, because I know some people struggle and some people don't struggle working from home. I, I, I agree. I save so much time as well. And now with the winter months and it's dark and it's wet and you're yeah. just like, oh, my God, you're just home. You know what I mean? Whatever happens outside, yeah. you can just open your computer, do your job. And that's it. So, yeah, I, I find great. So mm. uh, I see no point for returning, especially at wintertime. Summer, summer might be might be different. But now it's, it's just taking a risk of, of catching a virus. It doesn't have to be necessarily Corona, but um, just to take a risk of getting, getting a flu in, in, uh, in winter, it's, it's not worth it. So I personally hope, that's my opinion, that the big companies give this uh, option or the decision to the employees and those who want to work from home should work and from home and those who don't want to work from home yeah they should be given the option to work to work at the office this is just my personal hope we will see how it goes um, after, after the pandemic yeah it's hard i mean for me now it's hard because not now but you know the restrictions uh so the weekends i'm still at home and the 5k rule so, yeah, but everybody's struggling at the moment in, in a way or the other, you know, so we just need to wait and see and hope for the best. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for your time. It was a pleasure for me. And thanks for reaching out to us. It was actually the first time where someone directly asked us to be the guest of our, our podcast. We have some, some more on the pipeline. And thanks for your time. And it was a pleasure. We will upload the podcast very shortly on um, Facebook and on, well, on SoundCloud and Instagram. Thank you.